Hey everybody, it's Kara Knight and you're listening to Right at the Heart Podcast. In today's episode, mortgage originator Madison Haltom talks all things home. She works in one of Zillow's most popular housing markets of 2022, Prosper, Texas, where the average home price will shock you. At least it did me. She shares what you need to know to own your dream home advice for first-time homebuyers, and jumbo loans. Ever heard of them? There are benefits for those who qualify for one. You're listening to Right at the Heart, a podcast focused on sharing inspirational stories from our communities presented by Farmers Bank and Trust. Along the way, you'll learn about managing your finances, news about community events, interviews with local leaders, and more. So get ready to be inspired as we get right at the heart. Farmers Bank and Trust. I'm so excited to get to know you a little bit better, Madison. Madison um, works out of our Prosper branch in Texas. But originally from Texarkana, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself. I haven't actually been able to work directly with you much. So I was, well, I was born in Houston and we kind of moved around with my dad's job and then ended up in Texarkana. I mean, I was raised there. I was there all my life, pretty much. Um, went to high school at Pleasant Grove. And I went to college. I stayed home and went to college um, at Texas A&M there. And I got my bachelor's in biology and my master's in business administration. And I was actually, it's a crazy story how I ended up here, but I was actually um, applying to go to occupational therapy school. And um, yeah, and my sister had, she's a real estate agent. She's 18 months younger than me. We're pretty much the same age. We're best friends. She had actually taken a job up here and moved to Prosper. She's more like free-spirited type person. I'm like top A, you know, have to have a plan for everything. (laughs) She moved up here. And um, as I said, I was applying to go to occupational therapy school. And I happened to run into Nicole, who's the vice president of the mortgage department. And we were just having a conversation. She was like, have you ever thought about, you know, doing something in banking? And I'm like. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> really. He was like, well, I heard that you might want to move, you know, to the Dallas area and we have this position open. You know, I think that you'd be a great fit. And I'm like, all right, I guess this is God telling me to maybe change directions and move up there. It was p- perfect opportunity um, to move up here. So that's how I ended up in Prosper. Me and my sister live in Frisco together. Um, and wow. it's great. I'm, I can't ever, I always say, I'm like, I'm never moving back. I'm stuck, <laughs> I'm stuck up here now. Yeah. Too. There's, it seems like there's a lot going on. Yeah. So much to do. That is so much fun. So that is so interesting that you said your sister is in real estate. Cause how perfect does that work out for y'all yeah. as a team? You're in mortgage yeah. and she's in real estate and you never would have seen yourself on this career. Path. No. No. And now I'm like, this is perfect. Like I never have a second thought about, you know, going back to medical school or occupational therapy school or something like that. I'm like, this is where I'm meant to be. God always has a purpose, obviously, you you know, spread your wings a little bit. Um, Yeah. 
That's great. Well, what do you love most about what you're doing now? So many things, but I would say probably um, the social side of it, just getting to know people, you know, building relationships with people. I feel like I've made, you know, a thousand new friends since I've been doing this. You know, a lot of people that I've done their mortgage for, I hang out with them like on the weekends now, you know, it's yeah, it's so fun. And the connections that I've been able to make just from doing this. Um, but also, you know, it sounds cliche and everyone says it, but also being able to help people with the biggest purchase of their life, like, yeah, you know, being able to walk people through every step of the way. Um, and Absolutely. then it's so rewarding at the end when, you, you know, you finally make it to the end after 30 days, or 35 <laughs> days, however long it takes, you make it to the end and they're, you know, in their dream house and they're texting you pictures of stuff that they've done or when they moved in or they want you to come and, you know, go on a tour with them of it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I could totally see how that would be so rewarding as a career. And, you know, I think a lot of people probably don't, when they think of mortgage, they don't think of it being a super fun career path. There's so many events that you can go to and, you know, the real estate industry is huge. You know, you're connected to all all different real estate agents and title companies and insurance agents, and you can do, you know, a lot of stuff together, but summarize it, the social part of it and just getting (laughs) to know people is probably my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah, I could totally, that fits your personality very well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's transition to the topic of the podcast. What would someone need to know to own their dream home? Oh, well, you know, a few things I would say finding a, you know, lender that you trust number one, look through everything with you and kind of tell you before you start looking what you exactly qualify for before you, you hop on Zillow and that kind of stuff and maybe get your hopes up for something that you don't actually qualify for. So I think that's number one. Also, you know, being aware of the credit score, you know, requirements and the down payment requirements as a first time home buyer. I would advise to, you know, start saving maybe when you're younger, because you are going to have to put something down. I mean, hardly ever is, are you going to get away with not putting anything down? There's a lot that goes into it as far as, you know, self-employed borrowers, you have to have a two years history, you have to have, you know, stable income and stuff like that that people really don't think about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So it sounds like really just finding a mortgage lender that yeah. you trust and can really build a relationship with. I know whenever we went through that experience and we're still in our third, first home that we purchased, uh-huh. I feel like I had a zillion questions for say? our mortgage originator. Yeah. And that's what makes it fun. Just being able to, you know, answer all of those two mortgage industry is always evolving um, and changing like the market that we're in right now. And so yes. you never, you never know all of the answers and it's perfectly fine as first time home buyer to have a million questions. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, you mentioned just then how the industry changes constantly. I know here in central Arkansas, I feel like home prices are insane. <laughs> like I just cannot even fathom spending as much money on the amount of square footage that you're getting. It's just yeah, crazy. It How is. has the mortgage industry changed for you in Texas? Oh gosh, it's crazy out here too. You know, people are moving, I feel like to this specific area, Prosper DFW area, 
all the time. I mean, the amount of, you know, people from California and Washington and all over people are moving here and that's, you know, driving up the home prices too. There's just not enough inventory. And so what there is, is, you know, more expensive. And a lot of people are having to build too, or get on waiting lists. I know the waiting lists have like 150 people with some builders out here that are just waiting to build a house. The supplies to build too are more expensive now. So that's driving up the prices too. But, you know, interest rates, we were, they were at an all-time low the past couple of years, and now they're starting to climb as well. So I think that's going to, you know, level out the market to some extent, hopefully. So, you know, home prices aren't so overpriced as they have been, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) What is the average home price in the Prosper area? I think last month it was like 615000 Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. I know. What's even crazier is the key word there is average. I know. It's so crazy because growing up and, you know, when I first moved here, I'm like, is this real life? Growing up in Texarkana, you know, the average home price is not that. And so it's so it's fun too. I've always been, you know, interested in real estate and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So when a customer comes in and they need your help financing a home that's $600,000. How do you even start with that? Yeah, well, a lot of the homes out here are, you know, falling into the jumbo mortgage category, which jumbo is anything that's not conforming. So conforming loan is anything under 647,200. So anything above that loan amount is considered a jumbo loan, which a lot of the, you know, as I said, the average house out here is above 600,000. So a lot of the loans qualify for a jumbo loan. So that's been something new that we've really had to, um, I guess, adapt to out here is, you know, creating a product or getting an investor with a jumbo product so that we could better serve, you know, our community and the customer. Each market is so different. Y'all are in Arkansas and then there's Texarkana and then there's Prosper out here. And, you know, it's, I feel like it's important to adapt to each market individually. Sure. Yeah. And it makes us, you know, more competitive as a bank too. Um, You know, there's a lot of competition out here. There's big banks out here and that kind of stuff too. So being able to offer a product that's really a necessity out here in this area has, you know, helped me tremendously. Well, from a young mortgage professional like yourself, you Uh mentioned this earlier, for those young first-time homebuyers in that blooming season of life, what advice do you have for them? You mentioned, you know, starting to save early. Mm-hmm. Are there any other tips that you have that maybe you've experienced with some of your younger customers? I think, yeah, definitely starting to save early. Um, you know, it's a process. It's not something that just, you know, happens you just decide you want a house one day and you, it just happens just like that. It's a process. I feel like you have to start early, you know, you have to plan for it, but most importantly, I think just finding someone, you know, that's available that you can, you know, bounce all of your questions off of, and they'll answer your phone calls and text, you know, at nine o'clock at night. And I feel like we are so used to having everything in our fingertips and Uh everything happening now. Yeah. So we want things to be quick and accessible. So I think that is so great that you are that 
for those yeah. first time home buyers, especially to connect with them and answer any questions. Cause it is scary making a big yeah. purchase like that. And I think being able, you know, to educate them, you know, I've seen, a, we've done a lot of loans. We've seen a lot of loans. I think being able to educate them on like the do's and don'ts, don't, you know, buy a new car or buy furniture throughout the loan process, because this is what's going to happen in the very end. You know, they're going to pull an updated credit report to see if you've had any new inquiries or, you know, accumulated any new debt. Um, I think just, you know, being there to advise them on stuff that they may not know, because there's a lot of moving pieces. So I really just, you know, finding someone that you trust that will give you, you know, an honest opinion. And I think even to people, as far as like interest rates go, there's a lot of stuff online. You can get online and you can look at an interest rate and you're like, heck yeah, that looks like a good interest rate. But there's a lot of fees, you know, behind the scenes that you're not seeing online up front. If you're rate shopping or you're getting qualified for with a different lender, these are the things that you need to look for, um, you know, so that you don't get in a bind or you don't, there's no surprises later on. Yeah, I think that's super helpful. So I want to switch gears to you a little bit. Recently, this is so exciting. You purchased your first investment property uh-huh. in Aubrey, Texas, right outside of Prosper. What influenced your decision to invest in real estate? It's new construction. So I'm building. So that has been a whole endeavor, you know, within itself, <laughs> learning how yeah. to build something. Uh, you know, that's a lot so of picked everything out? No, it's not custom. So okay. yeah. So you kind of get what you get, but you still, yeah. you, know, you got to watch them and make sure everything's being done <laughs> right. And, yeah. Um, but I guess what influenced me. So growing up, my dad, you know, he always invested in the stock market and that kind of stuff. And he made it fun for us. So he kind of taught us, you know, what's an IRA, what's a mutual fund, what's all these different things. And what do you like to invest in? Like, what's your favorite stores or, you know, where do you like to go to? Do you like Disney World? Um, and we used to kind of invest, you know, in the stock market just for fun. Well, as I got older, I started I'm a love podcast, reading yeah. books and that kind of stuff. <laughs> and so I started listening to like investing real estate investing podcast. And that kind of inspired me um, to invest in something, I guess, diversify your assets and that kind of stuff. And then when I started this job, I'm like, all right, it's time. Now I have the knowledge, you know, what it takes. I know, you know, kind of the ins and outs, the behind the scenes, the financing part of it. My sister's a real estate agent. So we kind of have all of our eyes dotted and crossed on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of, it was the perfect opportunity um, to, you know, build something. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I haven't decided yet. It depends how (laughs) the market question. (laughs) Yeah. It depends how the market is when we close. Hopefully it's still, you know, it's still pretty hot out here. There's like, you know, a bidding war on every single house that's for sale. Um, So it kind of just depends. I don't know if I want to, you know, rent it out and property manage it myself, or if I want to turn around and sell it depending on how much it's appreciated since I started the build, you know, six months ago. Yeah. Um, So we'll see, but I guess number one, diversifying your assets. Number two, you know, I enjoy investing in stuff, you know, if it's anything, stock market, real estate, any of that kind of stuff. And then, um, 
I love that too, because you are a young professional. And I feel like that is something that more and more of this generation is kind of catching on to, Yeah, especially the way things are going digitally. Yeah. And then I guess a goal of mine would be financial freedom, you know, in the future. So we'll see how this is my first one, hopefully many more to come. (laughs) I love that for you. How exciting. Thank you. If you're building this, I know you said it's not custom, but if you could, and you probably will, let's just go ahead and speak that whenever you do build your dream home, what are some things that you're going to include in those plans? Oh gosh, that's a good question. My family and friends are going to be like, I could have guessed this is what I'm about to say, but a <laughs> massive closet, huge closet, maybe with like a, um, like a carousel, like what you see at the dry cleaners where it like spins your yes. clothes and stuff, <laughs> maybe that <laughs> in there. Um, like it, clueless that movie yeah. back in the day. <laughs> Literally, that would be, you know, my ideal. I'm going to have to have a huge closet. I'm already taking over. We're in an apartment now and I'm already taking over my sister's closet. (laughs) She's about to kill me. So because our motto is to us, your family, what is your favorite family meal? This is going to be very Southern of me, but my (laughs) grandma used to make like twice a week. We used to go over to her house and she would make black eyed peas, um, cornbread, corn and mashed potatoes. And that was like Mm -hmm. our thing. Yeah, we make it sometimes now and it just does not compare. I think she had like a special touch um, for everything that she cooked. Um, But that's definitely, I mean, it's a great memory of her too. So that's definitely probably would be my favorite family meal, I guess. (laughs) I love that you like black eyed peas. I feel like a lot of people aren't huge fans of black eyed peas, but that is always one of my favorites because it's kind of like you said, it triggers that childhood memory. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Is that, is that a Southern thing? I feel like it is. Yeah, I would say so. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me on our podcast. I can't wait to see what you achieve in the future. I know it's going to be great just from hearing you talk about it. Thank you. All right. Are you ready to get started? You can apply online at myfarmers.mortgagewebcenter.com. Madison will listen to your goals and work with you to find a mortgage option to meet your needs. As she said, that's the most important relationship to owning your dream home. Make sure you check out this blog post at rightattheheart.com. There, I've got simple savings goals for you to meet to save up for a down payment in just two years. Follow us on Instagram at myfbtmortgage and Facebook at Farmers Bank and Trust Mortgage. Member FTIC Equal Housing Lender. Mm-hmm.